This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery. Bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Oh, oh, hello everyone. Firstly, a Merry Christmas from us all at Mansfield Matters. Welcome to part two of our Christmas special. You guys have been absolutely phenomenal in your support of the podcast over the last year. So we wanted to give you a little bit of something extra. Now, our original plan was to bring you something live, in person, probably at the club. But some pesky little elves put pay to that. For now... Instead, over the last few weeks, we've been busy creating some other Christmas content for you. Fill in the gap before we can finally bring you some exciting live shows in 2022. Probably. Coming up in the next hour-ish, before Nathan jetted off to sunnier climates, he joined Cam and little baby Evelyn to put together their ultimate Santa the Stag, a feature more suited to Halloween, to be fair. They also take on the reverse word game. And not forgetting what everybody needs at Christmas. A quiz! You can play along via the link in the description and win yourself some excellent Mansfield Matters and non-Mansfield Matters prizes. Super sub Alan Wilson takes on viewer slash listener Dan, whilst Cam and his dad, Nick, go head-to-head in their own personal battle, where Cam commits a sin, leaving him with coal for Christmas. And to be honest, he's lucky to get that. So grab the cheese, grab the crackers, grab the wine and sit back and enjoy. I declare this meeting open. Hey, if it's good enough for number 10, it's good enough for us. Kicking us off, here's Nathan and Camp putting together Santa the Stag. Let us know on social media what your Santa would consist of. Cam, you've played this a little bit. We did this... Uh, over uh, on the trip to Sunderland, you may remember this. Uh, you got to build a stag yes. player. So, what ha- what happens is Nathan, you have got to think about. You've got to build your favourite ultimate stags player. You can't just pick one person. You've got to pick elements of each one. So you've got to pick a footballing brain. So a stags player's footballing brain. Then you've got to pick their heading ability. Then you've got to pick their physicality on and off the ball. Then you've got to choose their heart and passion for wearing the shirt and for playing for the club. Then you've got to pick the legs of the player. So we're looking for things like pace, that sort of thing, drib- pace and dribbling, that sort of thing. And then the final bit is the is their feet. So scoring, passing, tackling, that sort of thing. Does it make sense, Nate? Does that one make yep. more sense than... Yeah, uh, that one's better than this reverse... <laughs> 
What was that? Craig Priester's dickhead? Oh, that's shocking. Well done. Well done. You're good at this game. You've oh, practiced clearly. Shocking. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> shocking work. Shocking. Uh, right. So, um, as Cam has done this shocking. game before, I'm going to let Nathan go first. So, uh, we're going to go through all of yours and then uh, we'll go through all of Cam's and all of mine. So, footballing brain, first and foremost. Footballing brain. I'm going to go with Gary Roberts. Oh, okay. He's got it at his level. Yeah, okay. That's a good one. Uh, football in the brain of Gary Roberts. Uh, heading ability? Um, God, he was good in the air. He was good in, I'm thinking defenders-wise. Um, Sole defender. Actually, no, I'll go with Matt Reed. I knew that was going to come. I knew that was going to come eventually. Uh, <laughs> your next one is your physicality. You can't, by the way, you can't choose the same player twice. Same player twice, no. Because um, I, I imagine that's what Cam did the first time he did it. He said Matt Reed's heading ability and then Matt Reed's physicality. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. Like that. No, no. Um, oh, he's been like a solid unit for us. Um, Alex John Baptiste. Ooh. Good choice. Uh, heart and passion. There's no debate here, is it? Well, there's a couple actually, but I'm going to go with, uh, with Moss. It's got to be Adam Mori. Yeah. Nailed on. Uh, legs. So pace and uh, yeah. Bring him home, CJ Hamilton. Uh, and then feet, so scoring goals and passing the ball, tackling, that sort of thing. Um, well, we're looking for some all round, aren't we? Yeah, so it's not just scoring goals. You've got someone who's decent defensive in that as well. So, oh, I'm going to go with to be a little bit different because he's got a great cross on him as well. Wayne Corden. Ooh. Interesting. So Nathan Edge has got the footballing brain of Gary Roberts, the heading ability of Matt Reed, the physicality of Alex John Baptiste, the heart of Adam Murray, the legs of CJ Hamilton, and the feet of Wayne Corden. What's Cam going to go for? So we'll start again. Same thing, Cam. We'll start with the uh, the footballing brain. I'm going to go with something different. I'm going to say Stephen Quinn. Oh, he's gone recent. Okay. Uh, your heading ability. Mm. Luke Jones. Ooh. Good choice. Uh, physicality. Oh, jeez. Um... You know what? I'm going to say, re- throw a real curveball. Jamie Maguire. Oh, okay. For physicality. I mean, I, I, that came into my Think head. Think about it's it. It's more tenacity, not necessarily physicality, though, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't, true. Isn't that more part and part of Yeah, soul? but... It, That's, it, you see, there, there's the thing, yeah. But maybe under the it's a deba- Basically, the, the heart and passion is a, is a clear debate, two-way debate between Maguire and Murray, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. So there you go. Right, yeah. go on then. Uh, you've got heart and passion then, Cam. So what are you going right. to go with next? You can mm-hmm. you can choose the same as Nathan. You just can't choose a player that you've already chosen. I'm trying to think. Um, you know what? I'm going to say Richie Sutton. And not to be a suck-up to Craig, but I genuinely thought that he... Um, he loved playing for Mansfield, so... Yeah, more suckling noises from you than I was from uh, even earlier. 
you were trying to think of his daughter's name then as well. Yeah. Like, Even Evelyn. How do you pronounce? <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Can we pull you up on that? Why have you given your child a name that you can pronounce two different ways? Yeah, I don't know what to say. Because uh, you're, you're a moron. Uh, legs, and pa- <laughs> legs and passion. Right. Go. Uh, legs, uh, legs, pace, slash passion, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, Louis Briscoe. Briscoe ever had pace? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. <laughs> I can't remember being that quick. I, I mean, just, 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 there's a lot more you could probably put up there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> uh, Trying to go anyway. with things different. Oh, I mean, it's dear. different and it's just opposite, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if Louis Briscoe You'll be picking, you're picking Matt Preston sorry. soon for his pace. I don't know. Christ. Uh, right, then, go on, then. Uh, you've got than him. You've got feet, uh, so scoring, passing, that sort of thing. Uh, McLaughlin? Green. Oh, Matt Green. Okay. Matt Green. Uh, right. The reason I went I with Briscoe is just because I thought I-, I want Green for his feet, so I can't really go for his pace. Uh, your team oh, is so 2012. Your choice is so 2012. We've had oh, a quick... Derek Asamoah, Reese Oates. There's I a know. few more in there with pace. Like, I'm, not, I'm lost for words. <laughs> I mean, so basically, I like, Cam's I like Louis, yeah, yeah. I like so Louis Briscoe, but it's, it's, it's a slow, ill-disciplined, unphysical, tenacityed player. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Cam's player is the footballing brain of Stephen Quinn, uh, the heading Red ability card. of Luke Jones, which isn't bad to be fair so far. Physicality of Jamie Maguire. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, we've seen him hot, man more Adibayo Akinfenwa. Yeah, so hot. Yeah, but heart and passion of Richie Sutton. Surely you'd have gone with Richie Sutton as physicality and Jamie Maguire's heart. Surely. (laughs) Surely that would have made more sense. I'd even go for Richie Sutton for pace over. (laughs) (laughs) And then you've gone for the pace of Louis Briscoe, (laughs) a.k.a. Fridge Freezer. And then, to be fair, rescued it with the feet of Matt Green. Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> Let's see if I can do any better than this. Footballing brain. Do you know what? I am going to go with the footballing brain of Adam Murray. Because... Yeah, not bad. Adam, like, Adam, there's a clear choice with Adam Murray, isn't there? Like, if um, you'd all, always go for um, the heart. But I actually thought his footballing brain was quite decent. When he was on his game, you know, he, he led us really well. He had that experience... Came through, led us to, um, you know, to to the conference title as captain, and then as a manager, did all right and made some good signings. So I will say the footballing brain of Adam Murray, heading ability. Do you know what? I'm going to go with the heading ability of. This is this is a tough one for me. I think I might have to agree, either agree with Nathan and go with Matt Reed, or go a little bit left field and go Christian Pierce. Bad, not bad. I'm going I mean, to agree. I, could be like Cameron. I've gone with someone like Ryan Williams, isn't he? Smallest player ever on record. <laughs> so. I'm going to agree with Nathan. I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, physical. I'm going to go with the heading ability of Matt Reed. Physicality. I am going to go with um, Exeter Skahegan. Oh, what a lad! Because let's face it, absolute unit, right? But 
was he was articulate as well. He could play with the ball to fit. Uh, no, he couldn't. He could just no, he couldn't. Uh, he had everything <laughs> going. You <laughs> do it with a long throw, but you need one of them on your side. Uh, yeah. Heart and passion. Um, do you know what? It might surprise you a little bit here that I'm not going to pick Jamie Maguire. I'm going to pick Christian Pierce, the chief, because you know he he's he certainly developed that, especially in the Flickcroft season. You could see what it meant meant to him. Uh, Sorry, I've just something. Can't change yours now. No. Restay. Can I change one of mine? I change one of mine. What do you want to change? What do you want to change? Because if it's the Briscoe one, you're not a chance that you're changing that. Hot, hot and passion. I'm going to switch Richie Sutton for Lee Beavers. Nope. Damn. Nope. Richie, Richie Sutton's got to be in there. Um, and I've not put him in, so he's staying in there. Um, <laughs> And of course, it's yeah. just too funny. So, uh, legs and pace. Do you know what I'm going to? I'm going to choose Wayne Corden. Back in the day, on that left hand side, it was a toss up between him and Liam Lawrence. So I'm going to go with Corden. When he got the ball in behind, he would create some some power, some danger. Uh, the feet. I'm going to go for someone that no one's cho- chosen, and I only saw him play three games. Ben Whiteman. Yeah, that's a good shout. Good shot. Quick feet, yeah. good pass through the ball, good strike. I mean, we could well. be arseholes and say you can't have loan players in here, but, you know, it's, it's fair He's done it to us over time, hasn't it? to be honest, Cam. So oh, too right, we, too right. Do we do a throw it back in his own face from this? It's Christmas it, after all. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you, all right, fine. Yeah. Fine, I won't have Ben White in my team then, no problem. He's so mad, look at him. <laughs> yeah, not bothered. Not bothered at all. He's human over there. Not, not bothered Ew. at all, mate. No. Oh, do you know what? I'll go with Hayden White then. You're hotter than the tea in my man's from Matt's mug right now. I mean, Jesus. I'll go with Hayden White. No problem. There we go. So my there ultimate you. footballer, ultimate uh, Santa the Stag, Adam Murray's footballing brain, Matt Reed's head and ability, the physicality of Exus Gahegan, the heart and passion of Christian Pierce, the legs and pace of Wayno Cordino, and the feet, because I couldn't have Ben Whiteman, of Hayden White. I'll go, I'll go <laughs> along with that. I still think that I've got a best footballer. The, the best thing to do, the only thing we can do now, though, uh, is uh, decide who has built the ultimate Santa to end off this feature. You can't vote for your own, um, so you have to vote for <laughs> one of the other players. So, a reminder, Nathan, you went for uh, footballing brain of Gary Roberts, head and ability of Matt Reed, physicality of Alex John-Baptiste, the heart and passion of Adam Murray, the legs and pace of CJ and the feet of Wayne Corden. Cam, you went for the footballing brain of Stephen Quinn, the head and ability of Luke Jones, the physicality of Jamie Maguire, the heart and passion of Richie Sutton, the legs and pe- and pace and pace of Louis Briscoe, and the feet of Matt Green. Nathan, you get to vote uh, first. Who are you going to go for, mine or Cam's? I mean, as uh, as as fast as lightning as Cam's player would be, I'm going to have to go with yours, Craig. Sorry, Cam. Okay, Cam, are you going to go with mine or Nathan's? Nathan's. Oh. Yes. You you know exactly why you've gone for that because that means Nathan wins because I've got I have to choose between yours and Nathan's and I ain't picking yours even though you've put Sutton in there I ain't picking yours so Nathan by Cam working out the game before I could explain it you've won well or, done, or just by by virtue of my players better you know it's not all about you know, stitching Craig up you know sometimes I can win I'm not having this. 
And there's more from Cam and Nathan later as they take on the reverse word game. Now for the content you've all been waiting for, it's time for the Christmas quiz. If you want to play along at home, click the link in the description and please play along fairly. Don't use Google because trust me, we will know. Well, every Christmas needs a Christmas quiz. And as is Mansfield Matters tradition, it's time for the Mansfield Matters Christmas quiz. Now, usually we all do this together and Cam and Nathan usually have a go at me for rubbish questions and uh, and things like that. But obviously this year, as you already know, Nathan has decided to fly off. So he's not bothered this year. So we've gone for something a little bit different. So we've got super sub Mr. Wilson, who's joined us again to uh, try and beat us all with his excellent quiz knowledge, which I'm sure he'll do, because every quiz that I hosted during lockdown in my previous life, Mr. Wilson seemed to come in the top three out of three. Yeah, we've usually, all, third. usually third. Uh, we've also got, uh, joining us from a fan perspective, and uh, we've never had fans before, uh, Stags fan Dan Bacon. Dan, thanks very much for joining us. Why did you want to get involved with this absolute madness? <laughs> well, that's... The- why, what a better way to describe it? Madness. Who don't love a bit of madness on a Tuesday? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and of course, uh, we've got Cam who's with us, but also we've got Nick as well, because Nick, you wanted to take Cam on in a quiz, didn't you? And uh, and basically just pummel him to death. I did, and I'm really hoping it don't backfire on me. Have you two sorted out between yourselves some sort of forfeit or some sort of prize? Because if not... Yeah, so I'm going to burn his coat. It. I mean, I, beating, he has to wear the coat. I'm not wearing that coat. Oh. Right, come on, you, right, I'm not. I refuse to start the quiz <laughs> until we have a until we have a settled prize. Until we have a, I'm more than happy, Nick, for, you, for to give you all the answers so you can burn his coat. <laughs> but it does need to go the other way, just you know, for Christmas jeopardy and all that. So you know, you, you you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put something on the line as a prize if Cam does. He's not gonna do, but if. Box <laughs> Well, I've actually just won a signed stag shirt on eBay, so I might even let him look at it. All right, I think that's, that's fair enough. We all, we all know Cam's not going to win anyway, is he? So that's that's, that's fair enough. Um, obviously, there is the there is no real prizes for who wins out of uh, you three, and you want you guys at home as well can play along. We're going to put on a little Google Forms link, so if you do fancy playing along uh, and you want to get involved with the quiz, we'll give you until New Year's Day to get involved and send in your answers. It's as simple as that. I'll talk you through how it's all going to work, and we'll give these guys on screen. They'll get the answers later on. If you're still playing along. Please don't skip forward. Please don't go to that bit and be that person who gets all the answers and, and gets everything. Because we will know. Honestly, I think this is impossible to get like maximum points out of this. So uh, to let you guys know, uh, there are four rounds, five questions in each round. There's some bonus points up for grabs as well. There is, as always, a traditional stags round. There is a general knowledge round. There is a Christmas film and TV round. And of course, there's a Christmas music round. Of course, the general knowledge questions are all themed around Christmas, as is the stags round um, as well. Dan, what's your quizzing knowledge uh, usually like? Considering it's going to be a stags quiz, that might be my least strong topic. (laughs) That doesn't bode well. Um, We'll give it a go, eh? I mean, I will put this out there now. If you do score better than Cam in this quiz, then you're in Cam's out. Are you up for that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> always, always. No pressure then to kick Cam. Cam out. 
Yeah, no pressure, Cam, but you've got to score better than Danny Miss to stay on the team. Uh, by the way, those who um, were wondering about the, the coat reference, um, Cam has just, as as you will know, has just got a little gig working with Chesterfield ladies and been given all the club gear. Now, yesterday, Cam, uh, we're recording this on Tuesday the 21st. Yesterday, we met up for a little pre-Christmas Nando's. Would you like to tell the boys and girls what you walked into said restaurant wearing? So I was going to football after and... So I'd got foot, that was foot. my reaction, Dan, as well. Yeah, to be honest, so I'd got I'd got um, my tracky bottoms on. I'd got a stag shirt underneath, but over the top because I because I knew that on Thursday I was getting these this gear from Chesterfield, and I knew I'd have to lug it back to uh, Sheffield with me. I didn't bring like a full amount of clothes for the weekend. I just brought the bare basics, and then I knew that I was getting this stuff. So I thought, right, at least I can wear that. I can get it washed. Uh, knees washing. Shut up. Um, <laughs> and I, um, I wore a Chesterfield, like so the Chesterfield equivalent of my UCFB jacket, sports jacket, I know. and then the Chesterfield coat, <sighs> and the Mansfield hat, and the Mansfield mask. Dan, if you saw Cam walking into Nando's with that, what would your reaction be? Because my, I, it was very lucky that I didn't have my drink at that point because it would have gone all over him. <laughs> There is no way. It's a family podcast, isn't it? So I can't really say what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Wilson, you know, know, you're a little bit more... um, You you can handle these situations more, but even you would have been tempted to throw them in a dustbin, right? I'd have just been surprised. I'd have said, Cam, what's occurring, Cam? That's all I'd have said. What's occurring, Cam? Well, Well, we'd soon be unemployed. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. We do have a message cam for you from our, our from our Sunderland friends who have heard about this as well. This is what they think of you wearing your Chesterfield get up. Socken, not socken. Right, let's move swiftly on with the quiz. Uh, let's move swiftly on with the quiz. Uh, round one. If you're playing along with this at home again, I can't stress this enough. Please do not skip forward about half an hour to get all the answers. That's just not in the spirit of Christmas, is it? Uh, you'll need a pen, you'll need a bit of paper, or you can play along on the Google Forms links. Uh, those who are playing along, so Alan, Dan, Cam and Nick, are playing along in the old-fashioned way of pen and paper, although Cam doesn't know what a pen and paper is, so he's using his phone. Nick, if you do see him Googling answers at any time, please feel free to give him a swift clip round the ear. In fact, could you just do that anyway and make my Christmas? <laughs> Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Right, round one is your stag round. Let's uh, let's crack straight on. We'll get through the questions. Question one of the uh, question one of the stags theme quiz is the stags' final Boxing Day clash of the 1990s saw them record a two-one victory over who? No, 19. Yeah, well, yeah, the 1990s. Yeah, I can I can hear Mrs. Wilson in the background, Alan. Yes, it would have been 1999. (laughs) Yeah, only just born. Don't worry, they're not they're not all a bit themed around the nineties. It's fine. They do get better, don't worry, Dan, don't worry. I'm pleased with that, though. <laughs> you got anything from about two weeks ago? <laughs> do what I could do for you, mate. I've got last I've got I've got last year on question three. <laughs> question two. Actually this is last year actually. Uh, who did the stags beat on Boxing Day last year? Who did the Stags beat on Boxing Day last year? And bonus points if you can name the Stags goal scorers. So question two, who did the Stags beat on Boxing Day last year? Bonus points for the goal scorers. Question number three, what was the score when the last when the Stags last played at home on Boxing Day? Bonus point for naming the opposition. 
question three, what was the score when the Stags last played at home on Boxing Day? A bonus point for the opposition. Question four. There were four now former Stags players on target in the 2008 Boxing Day fixture, which was a 3-1 win over Kettering. Can you name them? So there's one point per correct answer for who scored for Mansfield that day. And then there's two points on offer for naming the Kettering goal scorer who was an ex-Mansfield player. It all makes sense, I'm sure it does. There were four now former Stags players on target in the 2008 Boxing Day fixture, a 3-1 win over Kettering. Name them, one point per Mansfield goal scorer and two points for the Kettering goal scorer. Dan, just out of interest, how long have you been uh, following this podcast for? Um... No, I'm not entirely sure. Was it a lot? Lockdown discovery. Probably a lockdown, lockdown discovery. To be honest. <laughs> so, so you'll know from the quizzes and stuff that we did in lockdown last year that we're partial to the odd anagram, and you will have been playing along, of course, with the twelve mugs of mugsmas. That's the re- that's the reaction of what I wanted. Because guess what? Question five is Cam. Great. Go on then. <laughs> it's not Randy ones. I'll be disappointed. It's not Randy ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mrs. Jet Foamed. Mrs. Jet Foamed is an anagram of which Boxing Day goal scorer of 2012? Mrs. Jet Foamed. M R S J E T P H O N E D. Mrs. Jet Foamed is an anagram of which Boxing Day's goal scorer of 2012? Okay, so we've reached the end of the stag round. Mr. Wilson, how do you think you fared in that one? Very poorly. Dan? Even worse. Cam? Shocking. Nick? <laughs> yeah, shocking. Oh, dear. Well, let's see. Let's move away from Stag's theme questions now and go for Christmas general knowledge. So this is round two. Christmas general knowledge. There are 13 points up for grabs in this round. And question number one is this. In a traditional game of Scrabble, how many points excluding landing on a double or triple word score square would you score for the word Christmas so in a traditional game of Scrabble how many points would you score for the word Christmas and that's obviously not putting anything on a double word or triple word score square quite like this Christmas music question number two in round two who is the patron saint celebrated on Boxing Day? Who is the patron saint celebrated on Boxing Day? This for a bad idea. <laughs> 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 I'll give you a, a podcast-themed clue. Oh, All right, I won't give you a podcast-themed clue then if you're going to be like Cameron. <laughs> Spirit of Christmas and all that. This is what Nathan should have named his child. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, exactly, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you can thank me later, ungrateful git. Dad up. <laughs> you won't be thanking me after this one, though. Question number three. How many reindeers does Santa have? Bonus point. Name them all. One point each. Oh, <laughs> that got the audible reaction that I wanted. I can just imagine Mrs. Wilson now going through sort of 
counting on her fingers, trying to sort of mime the names to Alan. I actually know them, please. <laughs> I mean, you are allowed to work as a team as well, so feel free to grab oh. Mr. Wilson's piece, piece, oh, of, oh, uh, piece of paper and write it down. <clears throat> I think by the virtue of getting this one right, Alan's won then. If he's, get, if he's <laughs> <Yeah>. getting help. <laughs> listen, well, I listen. know he's anyway doing Santa. <laughs> you could have had help, Cam, but you decided to compete. Danny, you counting them out in your mind now, trying to remember them all. Just trying to make up names. I mean, I will give bonus points for, for silly names, so. Keith. Yeah, that that's Keith. Yeah, we'll have Keith. <laughs> Keith the reindeer, yeah. Oh dear. What's oh my god. <laughs> Don't forget Barry, the brown nosed reindeer. <laughs> you know the one, lines up just I'm behind Rudolph. <laughs> Runs as fast, but he can't stop as quick. I'll let you figure that one out. <laughs> Jokes a joke for the kids. <clears throat> Question number four in the Christmas theme rounds. By which date should Christmas decorations traditionally come down? By which date should Christmas decorations traditionally come down? Christmas Eve. <laughs> Never go up. Scrooge, Cameron, Scrooge. And question five in the Christmas rounds. For the first and only time to date in Queen Elizabeth's reign, the traditional Christmas speech was written and not broadcast. But what was the year? So for the first and only time to date in Queen Elizabeth's reign, the traditional Christmas speech was written but not broadcast. But what was the year? Literally I feel just, like that's a trick question and I have no idea why. Honestly, there are no trick questions in the Mansfield Matters podcast. There are some questionable questions in the Mansfield Matters <laughs> podcast, but never any trick ones. There's some good ones. <laughs> I'll happily send you a copy of this, Mr. Wilson, if you want to do a quiz night at some point. If you, no if you, want, this, if you want this over the, the Christmas table, then this is yours for a nominal fee. <laughs> Moving swiftly on to round three, which is the Christmas film and TV round, where there are six points up for grabs. Question one. This is a very loose Christmas uh, Christmas question. And I didn't write this, so don't blame me. In Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, what do the Dursleys give Harry for Christmas? In Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, you know, Cam, that's that picture book with the wizard and the, uh, the pictures. Yes. In Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, what do the Dursleys give Harry for Christmas? If my sister was watching this, she'd be absolutely screaming at me. She's obsessed. My sisters would be an old. No phone and a friend, I'm afraid. Good, because we ain't got any friends. Cam definitely hasn't. He keeps wearing that bloody coat. One's there. Yeah, I am not your friend. Yesterday. Yeah, I, I, dis- I disowned you after yesterday, like I should. Oh, dear. It's right, friends. Yeah. Them. Exactly. And do you know what? When your daughter gets old enough, mate, I will be telling her, I will be teaching her the ways, as I'm sure Grandad Nick will be doing, oh, and she will, she will slap you around the face so hard. <sighs> Great. And we've got it's photographic proof as well. 
Yeah, I, yeah. If you don't, Nick, I will. Don't worry. Uh, question two in the uh, Christmas film and TV round. Apologies for our random misgets, Dan. Apologies. Uh, what was the last film in the Home Alone franchise to receive a theatrical release? What was the last film in the Home Alone franchise to receive a theatrical release? Double or nothing. That's my clue to it. Very bad impression. It's all about the parrot. Come on, Cam. This is one that you should get. Question three. I hate Home Alone. How Worst do you hate Home Alone? Alone? Right. Awful films. Right. What? Dan, you know earlier how I said uh, if you beat Cam in this that you can have a place on the Mansfield Matters podcast replacing <laughs> Cam. Do you want it anyway? Because as far as I'm aware, you don't go around wearing Chesterfield tracksuits and you like Home Alone films. What more do you need? Exactly. He's making exactly. me out to be a bad parent. I know. <laughs> Put him up there, doesn't he? I know. We'll blame his mother instead. Best Christmas ever. Best Christmas ever. Check the holes. Really? Okay. What you say? Deck the Halls is your favourite Christmas film? Deck, Deck the Halls or Polar Express. Polar Express? What? Oh, I'm being forced to watch Love Actually later as well. Oh, God's Christ. Cam, this, one, this, is, this is one that you should get. And if you don't like this show, then I'm just kicking you off this. And I will give your dad permission to punch you on, on this and we'll replay the clip over and over again. In the 2019 Gavin and Stacey festive special, who proposes to who? He's shaking his head. He's, sh- never, he's shaking his head. Wow, I only watched it the other day, to be fair. <laughs> I can't believe what I'm seeing from this. He is adopted, by the way. <laughs> or he can be, if anybody no, wants. I was going to say, you beat me to the punchline. Found him round the be. A617 over the M1. <laughs> yeah, apparently so. Put him back. Question number four in the Christmas uh, film and TV round. On Christmas Day 2002, which EastEnders character is killed after being run over by Martin Fowler? In the 2002 Christmas Day special, which EastEnders character is killed after being run over by Martin Fowler? Who even is that? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Who even is that? Not a Scooby-Doo. I think I know this, which is quite embarrassing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a feeling Mr. Wilson will know it. Are you uh, avid EastEnders watchers in the Wilson household? Yeah, I do watch it, yeah. It's not Dirty Dan, is it? <laughs> no. I feel sorry for you. Oh, dear. I'm not even going to pour anything. No, you could just have a guess at a random name. It's fine. Steve. I'll end up putting something out of Corey or something. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You look. Uh, speaking of Coronation Street, that is involved in question five. Question right. five, the final of the Christmas film well done, round. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Between the soap, Christmas 2020, between soaps, EastEnders, Emmerdale and Coronation Street, which got the highest amount of overnight viewers for the Christmas Day episode? And for a bonus point, what is the combined number of viewers for the three? So Christmas 2020, between Soaps, EastEnders, Emmerdale and Coronation Street, which got the highest amount of overnight viewers for the Christmas Day episode? And for a bonus point, what was the combined numbers of viewers for the three? They're now too busy watching Ollie Oaks. (laughs) (laughs) I applaud... (laughs) <laughs> you, uh, the, the gag I applaud the gag 
Deary me. So that brings us to uh, the end of round three. Um, the next round will be a music round, so it'll be a little bit different for you. Um, Dan, this is your first taste of a Mansfield Matters Christmas quiz. Dare I ask, how are you finding it so far? Not regretting it at all. <laughs> and for those listening on the audio version there's a definite facial expression which went along with that Mr Wilson how are you and your good lady finding it so far? not too bad but like I said out of four people I'll probably come fourth well, there you go well, well, Nick you never, you never know you're living hope uh, yeah, you might beat me, Alan, to be fair. You, <laughs> cheers, mate. The only, saving grace, the only saving grace for you is the fact that you challenged Cam and surely you'll be beating Cam. In one way or another, yeah. <laughs> and the number for Childline is 0800. Anyway, <laughs> all the details you need are in the description. Uh, that brings us... adult now. If I rang Childline and they said why and I told them why, they'd just put phone down. They won't be interested. <laughs> also... Also very true. Also very true. Cam, you should be ashamed. Uh, right, we're going to move on to our fourth and final round before we reveal the answers to you and you guys can mark your scores. Now, this one is a little bit different. You are going to hear uh, an audio clip which we've played to you three times. The audio clip in question contains 10 Christmas number ones from down the years. You will get one point for the song title, one point for the artist, and then one point for the year it was number one. If you get all of them correct, so if you get 30 points out of the possible 10 tracks, then you will be able to double your score to 60. This is nigh on impossible. Nobody has heard the clip yet other than me. And I can tell you, as you know, as always, and I'm sure Alan, you'll verify this from lockdown quizzes. I do like to stitch people up with these uh, with these tracks, don't I? Yes. Cam, this doesn't bode well for me, does it? <laughs> <laughs> How are you on Christmas music, Dan? How are you with Christmas number ones? Awful, awful. I'm so bad at like music years. Well, I, I think. Cam, I think sound advice would be to try and just play for as many points as possible because I think it will be near on impossible to get all 30. And what I will do is a special podcast condition. The person who gets the most points out of this particular round, out of you, uh, you four, will, be, will get to double their points. So even if you don't get all, all of the 30 points available, the person who gets the most will double their points. Cam, I would probably suggest go for your strongest series and try and score as many points as possible. Would you not agree? Yeah. Isn't that the point of a quiz anyway? Well, yeah, it is. But <laughs> in this particular round, and the Mansfield Matters quizzes, mate, I mean, Cam, if you're available for being back on the podcast, I think Dan has <laughs> <laughs> the, the rules and question the system. Well, who am I to judge? Yeah, so to clarify. Me and Nathan had usually question his things, but he can't really kick both of us off because he needs at least one of us. No, I've got so I've got Mr. Wilson now, and you know, Dan's earned well, his place. If he scores more than scores more than you, you're you're gone, mate. You're gone. <laughs> so for for absolute clarity for those who are still listening and watching at home, uh, you have you're gonna have a track which includes ten Christmas number ones from down the years. The track will be played three times. You'll get one point for the song title, one point for the artist, and one point for the year it was number one. If you get all of them correct, you can double your points to sixty, and those who are playing along on the podcast panel will double their scores if they get the most scores out of the other four it's as simple as that here is the first play 
of your Christmas tracks. So get your pens and papers ready. Have a little listen. Scribble down what you want. Here we go. Sheer joy in Cam's face as he realised that he got the last track was something yeah. which will live long in the memory. Uh, without saying anything else, I just want a number. I'm going to go around uh, all of you and ask you what you think you got after that first play of the clip. Uh, Dan, you're the guest. I'll start with you. How many do you think you got? Oh, God. Can you go less than zero? I don't know. <laughs> uh, Alan? I would say less than 10. Well, that is that has to... Be a possible if there's more than ten, I'd be conf- I'd be concerned. Yeah. There's only ten tracks. Uh, exactly. Cam, Cam, I know you got one. Uh, two, three. I got four. I think. Nick, Nick. Uh, I got six of the song or six of the people, and then probably about four at songs. Well, the good news is what some others are. The good news is you get to hear the track twice more. So hopefully you're on your way. Um, I'll play it again for you and then we'll have a little chat and then we'll play it one last time so here it is the second play of the christmas music quiz cracker thing which i haven't thought of a title yet here we go Can we 
Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. There's some very confused faces on the uh, on the panel who are feeling, are ruining the day, are ruining the day that they ever said that they'd take part in this uh, and be involved in Mansfield Matters in any way, shape or form. Uh, please tell me everyone's got the last one now. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think so. <clears throat> Not a clue. <laughs> Don't worry. It, it's Cam's sole job to redeem him, redeem himself after this third play of it. And that's, uh, are you listening, Cam? That's to sing along when the track finishes. <laughs> we, we, we all know this is your favourite song. This is an audio podcast, Cam. You have to use your words. Unbelievable. <laughs> dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> For clarity, those who are still with us and still playing along uh, at home, um, if why? you get yeah, why is a, a very good question. I'll tell you for I'll tell you for why. Grateful Christmas, Scrooge. That's because Mansfield matters. It turned into Uncle Bryn from uh, Gavin and Stacey, and I'll tell you for why. <laughs> I, I, I know, and I'll tell you for why. Oh, I, I'm a mess now. Would you like an omelette? Oh, Maybe on Archers later. Oh no. Artists and Lemonade, mate. Yeah. Singing along to uh, Fairy Tale in New York. I actually, I actually have a complaint about Britbox, by the way, because I watched the special the other day and uh, they've re- redacted the original version because in the, the broadcast version in 2019, they actually sang the proper lyrics. They did. I watched on, it the other day on Gold, I think it was. And yeah. They did see them on there. Shocking. It's, <clears throat> do you know what that is? It's shocking. That's shocking. Moving swiftly on, we've got one last uh, last time to play it for you. If you're still with us, uh, well done for somehow maintaining, uh, maintaining some form of sanity. Uh, this is the round four Christmas music round. We've already had it played twice. There are 10 Christmas number ones from down the years. The track, as we say, would have played three times. The third time will be in a second. One point for the song title, one point for the artist, and then one point for the year. Answers on the way. But for the final time, Cam, don't forget to sing along at the end. Come on, Cam. Come on, son. Now, Bob the Builder, can we fix it? Bob the Builder, yes, we can. I deserve bonus points for that. I'll give you a bonus point for that. Although, do we get a bonus point for having to listen to it? Yes, you get a bonus point for having to listen to it. Yeah, absolutely. 
as always, that's another Christmas cracker of a quiz from This Silly Brain. We'll be back later with the answers to see how Cam, Alan, Dan and Nick all got on and to see if Nick gets to set fire to the absolute monstrosity that Cam has on or if that jammy little sod will bag himself a signed shirt. I hope not. Speaking of jammy, it's time for the reverse word game with Cam and Nathan. Basically what it is, I have recorded a player's uh, name and I've read it out in full. So, for example, I've said Nathan Edge. But then what I've done on my magic box of tricks is I've reversed that clip so it goes backwards. So what you hear is the, the name backwards. You have to replicate that. So say, for example, it's You have got to say that and it's got to be the closest when I reverse it back to say Nathan Edge. So there you go. Uh, here's the first one for you to listen to. I'll play these a couple of times and then we'll go around. You've got to say what it is and then we'll see who comes closest. So the first one is this one. So that's all you get. So it's, it's, it's quite difficult. So um, have you have you figured out what it is yet, Nathan? Have you figured out what I've, the game is? I've got is? a name. I've got a name. Okay, so you, but you can't say the name. You've got to say it. You've got to replicate that clip. So you've basically got to do this. Serena. And then okay. when I reverse it back, it has to say the name. Does that make sense? That is weird. Okay, I'm. I think so. I'm just trying to copy what's just been said. Yes, and then it comes. Okay. Then once I've reversed it, hopefully you should get the name. So it's oh, the most okay, accurate. I'll get where you go. Yeah. Okay. Right. That so. is not going to work. Have you have you tried that out? Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Let's let's see how this goes. Listen, I've stolen this from Radio X on Chris Moyle's show on Radio X, so I know this right. feature works. Right. Okay. So I'll, I'll give you. There that. we go. Right, so I'll play the first one for you again. Uh, Nathan, I'll let you go first, and then Cam, you can go second. So here it is one last time. Serena. So that's it, Nathan. Serena. I'm going to count you down from three, two, one, and then off you go. Ready? Three, two, one. Serena. Cam, three, two, one. So you're in it. There we go. Two solid efforts. There's five of these. Here's the next one. Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> this one could well be the hardest one. Right, I'm gonna play it. Right, I'm gonna play it one last time for you, and then I'll do Nathan three two one, Cam three two one. Got it? Yep. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Nathan. Three, two, one. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna turn Japanese. Oh dear, take a breath. Cam, three, two, one. So I don't, I don't even know. That is hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh here we oh go my goodness. oh dear well I'm using that one you what only get one the... attempt here is number take three it, take it here is number three listen closely here we go again and one last time okay Nathan three two one Mate, oops, ick. Cam, three, two, one. Nuts, oops, it. Okay, here's your fourth one. 
And Nurms Herp in the And again. And Nurms Herp in the And again. And Nurms Herp in the Nathan, in three, two, one. Nurms Herp El Cam. In three. In three, two, one. Nimsagik. That's why I can't say the same. I could do this all day. Oh, and you fish. Shocking. Do you know what that is? It's shocking. That's shocking. Uh, right. Here's your next one. Here's your fifth and your final one. Here we go. Snarol a meal. Snarol a meal. Snarol a meal. Nathan, in three. Two, one. a rain. Cam. Three, two, one. And snort a rain. You say well, you so wasn't sure with that last one, was you? <laughs> so hesitant. I know he sounds so no, so really shy not. with it all. Shocking. Oh dear. <laughs> Would you like me to put you out your misery and tell you who they are? Trying to put the brain. What are you doing? A little bit. Yeah, I okay. can't remember who they are. Yeah. Well, in the edit, the game was so. In the edit, here are what Nathan and Cam said when it was reversed. So, um, here we go. Here is the first one for you. This one, Suarina, is Danny Rose. Didn't get that. Uh, oh. This one, <laughs> is Gus Eulenbeek. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> this one is Jake, is Jake Buxton. Oh, God. Uh, this one is Kevin Pressman. No, it's not. He names it and start with if if the neck. Yeah, but think about it the other way around. Oh, yeah. And then this one Snarol a meal. Snarol a meal. Any guesses? Ne- Mal Benning. No, not even close. Cam? Begins with M, surely. What? Snarol a meal. It's Liam Lawrence. Oh, dear, it does end in an L. It's so hard to actually... <laughs> oh, no! You, you focus on the M, don't you? The male. Oh, no. oh, stupid game. <laughs> It's a class game. What are you on about that? <laughs> I think this will be the most entertainment. Oh, in this my oh dear. We're definitely going to play that again. I love that. <laughs> love it. Oh dear. Genuinely, I don't know why we've not played that game before. I have no idea how that game has not snuck into this podcast in the five series that we've been doing it so far. Who knows what 2022 might bring. Anyway, quiz lovers, it's time for you again. It's time to reveal those all-important answers. Alan is trying to beat his personal best. Danny's trying to win a place on the Mansfield Matters podcast panel. And it's all kicking off in the Felton household. Just what you want at Christmas. It's been great fun but I know you're all itching to find out how you did uh, with that so it is time to delve into uh, the answers uh, and and see how we did now usually if uh, you know you guys were all we were all together like we have done in the past we'd ask you to sort of swap sheets and we'd mark each other's but we can't do that so I'm just asking you to be 
critically, critically honest. And remember what's at stake between Nick and Cam. They're not playing together in this. They've been playing against each other for all of it. If Nick manages to win in this bit, he gets to set fire to Cam <laughs> wearing the Chesterfield gear. That is right. <laughs> Actually wearing it. That's, yeah. that, that's what we said, right? We get to set fire to him wearing it. Like yeah. Radin talked to injury, the replacement probably comes out his wages as well. <laughs> yeah, there is that expression about something doesn't burn. So <laughs> that that is also true. That is what's yeah. not burning, the jacket or cam? <laughs> well, amounts to the same thing. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, uh, if Dan scores more than Cam, this is the last we'll ever see of Cam on a podcast. And if Alan scores more than all of us, then that's exactly what we expected. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, time, right. to, to, time to delve into the answers. Uh, and we'll start where we started. And that is, of course, with this Stags-themed Christmas round. Question one, way back when, seems like an eternity ago, the Stags' final Boxing Day clash of the 1990s saw them record a 2-1 victory over who? Alan Wilson. I've got Chester City. Dan. I've got Chesterfield. Cam. I've not got anything. Nick. Oh, uh, Doncaster. The correct answer was Chester City. Well done, Mr. Wilson. I, how old was I then? It's history. Three, no three history. months. Three months old. <laughs> <laughs> I, you've still I got that, didn't go then. <laughs> and you've still got that brain maturity now. Okay. <sighs> Question number two. Who did the Stags beat on Boxing Day last year? Come on, Cam. Come on. Uh, Scunthorpe United. And the, bo- and the bonus point for the goal scorers, Dan. Oh who were they? It was. Didn't ask oh. you. I asked Dan. Listen, look, <laughs> use your ears. Oh, Perchy got one. Did Perchy get two? Perchy didn't get any. What am I thinking of? <laughs> Uh, I'll put you out of your misery. It was, it was Lapsley and Bowery who got the goals. Yeah. And goal. I think I got Lapsley and then goal. Away. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I think Perch might might be wrong, but I think he might have scored in the Pizza Cup game at their place. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, uh, point for the team. Yeah, a point for the team, and then one point per goal scorer. So uh, Scunthorpe United gets you a team. Yeah. Uh, Lap, uh, gets you a point. Uh, Lapsley gets you a point. Bowery gets you a point. I got um, the end goal. Well, that doesn't count. Listen, was was the own goal mentioned in the in the question? No, you it said wasn't. Scorers. No, I said Stags goal scorers. No, own good. goals weren't mentioned in the question. If you even think of giving yourself a bonus point, good try, Cam. Slap around the face. Uh, question number three was: What was the score when the Stags last played at home on Boxing Day, Dan? I'm always hammered Boxing Day. <laughs> we threw no nil at home to Morecambe on a Boxing Day, and I remember it was freezing. Wasn't that one, though. Wasn't that one. <laughs> Nick? I've just put 2-0 because I've got no idea what answer is. You're halfway there. Alan? Oh, okay. I've, I've, point. Got, I've <laughs> got 2-0, Alfreton. No, it was actually 2-all against Port Vale. Yes! yes. <laughs> and who were the scorers? I had no CJ idea. And... Oh, uh, uh, Maynard. 
I mean, I'm not giving you any bonus points because A, I can't be asked to check no. if you're right, and B, it'd annoy me. Uh, so, and C, it wasn't in the question. Uh, one point for 2 2, uh, one point for Port Vale. Uh, question four. There were four now former Stags players on target in the 2008 Boxing Day fixture. A 3 1 win over Kettering. Name them. So, first, I'll start with the Stags goal scorers that day, who are Emile Sinclair. Aaron O'Connor and Nathan Arnold. Well done if you got them. And then if you put Eisden Christie, you get two points because he scored nope. for Kettering. Oh, Danny Bacon. I thought I don't know where he ended up. Nah. Is well, he? I've <laughs> <laughs> got Nathan Arnold. You got a point. It's, there you yeah. go. I'm happy go. with that. Uh, and the last one was the one which everybody hates. Mrs. Jet Phoned is an anagram yeah. of which Boxing Day goal scorer of 2012? Uh, Cam. We've had this anagram. Uh, we've had this person on an anagram before, but maybe it's in a different form. Former manager, centre half. I always got him confused with Luke Jones on commentary. John Dempster. John Dempster is the correct yeah. answer, Nick. Well uh, done. If you got that right. No, he didn't, no I, didn't, I didn't. He didn't get it right. Which so is... you've just said. Uh, yeah. There you go. So I'm not counting did, it. If you did get it right, well done. Um, so there you go. Uh, so just have a little tot up of how many you got in that round. It took a long while. This didn't take long. <laughs> and keep a note of that for later on. Let's move on to round number two, which is the Christmas general knowledge round. In a traditional game of Scrabble, how many points, excluding landing on a double or triple word score square, would you score for the word Christmas? Mr. Wilson, would you like to hazard a guess? I've only had a guess at this. I would say 33. Dan? Oh, I've gone a lot less. I've got well, 19. I no idea. I've got 19. Uh, Nick? Uh, I've gone 13. Ooh, Cam. 10. The two closest are Nick and Dan. The correct answer is 16. Oh. I'll give Nick and Dan a point each for being the two closest. Yeah. It's his first point. It is a first point. <laughs> is, it, is it genuinely a first point? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't enjoy wearing that Chesterfield hat, won't you? Nice. Uh, the music's all right. I'm clear on that. Question number two. Who is the patron saint of Boxing Day? The clue was Nathan should have named his son after this. The answer, Saint Stephen, if you managed to get that right. Well done, Mr. Wilson. Great knowledge. Yeah. Dan didn't have a clue. Nick and Cam, not a clue either by the look of it. No, I didn't what? know it. I got you, it. You only got it because I gave you the clue about Nathan's kid, right? No, got it. Yeah, but only because I gave you the clue about Nathan's kid. Yeah, fair point. Thank you. Still a point, though. <laughs> it is still a point. I'll give you that. Uh, question number three. Lots of points up for grabs here. Uh, how many reindeer does Santa have? The correct answer is... Eight. Santa? Eight. Incorrect. No, no. You, you can't have Rudolph. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I can't have Rudolph. Because, well, obviously, you've got to be careful who's listening to this podcast, but it, it's a myth. Eight original proper ones. You're talking to main man now, Craig. That's a fair point. <laughs> no, that's a fair point. I can't, can't argue that. <laughs> nine with Rudolph. All right, if you put eight, I'll give you a point. If you put nine, I'll also give you a point. But can you name them? The correct answers are Mrs. Wilson, over to you. Oh, my word. <laughs> Libby. Libby. Libby's not one of them. Libby's not one of them, that's right. <laughs> Dancer. Yes. Prancer. Yes. Donna. Yes. Vixen. Yes. Comet. Yep. 
Cupid. Yep. Uh, Dasher. Yep. Blitzen. Yes, well done. And of course, Rudolph. Not forgetting to repeat a joke from earlier. Only when it's foggy. Only when it's foggy. Not forgetting to repeat a, a joke from earlier. One for the kids. Definitely not for the kids. Don't forget Bernard the brown nosed reindeer. Lines up just behind Rudolph. Runs as fast but can't stop as quick. I'll let you figure that one out. Question number four in the Christmas general knowledge round was, by which date should Christmas decorations come down according to tradition? Scrooge Felton. I'd have said 26. Uh, uh, Nick? Uh, I've got 31st of December. Dan? 28th. Uh, Alan? It's the 12th night. Which would be... (laughs) That's the 5th. It is, the 5th of January, well done. Well done. I wonder if you got that. Uh, and the final one in the general knowledge round is, uh, for the first and only time to date in Queen Elizabeth's reign, the traditional Christmas speech was written and not broadcast. What was the year? I'd be very surprised if anybody got this. The answer was 1969, if anyone got that. And the reason behind it, so I'm apparently led to believe, by the way, I didn't put any of those general knowledge questions together, blame the missus, uh, was, it was to do with some form of documentary which happened in that year and it was uh, judged that there was too much royals on the TV that year so they decided to do a written one instead apparently it checks out but there you go uh, round number three Christmas film and TV don't forget to a little, uh, I'll give you a couple of seconds to add up your scores from that round uh, round three was Christmas film and TV and question one was in Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone why do the, uh, what do the Dursleys give Harry for Christmas Dan I'm sure I'm sure it sucks Cam? I put socks. Nick? I put scarf, but I don't think it is. I think I know what it is. Alan? 50 pence piece. It is a 50 pence piece. Well done, that man. Socks is is what Harry gave Dobby, isn't it? I know. I thought they were related. That's just the way my mind works. Master has given Dobby a sock. Master has set Dobby free. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) All right. All right. Brace I don't yourself. need to watch these films I just listen to Craig Brace yourself because there's another impression coming up here uh, What was the last film in the Home Alone franchise to receive a theatrical release Mr Wilson, any guesses? I've got Home Alone 2 Ooh, Nick I went 3 Cam? I went 2 Dan? 3 Two of you are right, two of you are wrong <laughs> The people who are right are Nick and Dan, it is Home yeah, Alone yeah, yeah. 3 which, according to legend, was actually set to uh, star Macaulay Culkin as a teenage Kevin McAllister. But by the time the movie got brought in for production, he was no longer acting. So they decided to recast it and redo the entire story. And many people, I don't know your opinions on this, Dan, but many people seem to slag off Home Alone 3. And I think that's a wrong perception because Home Alone 3, as an independent move movie, is actually quite a good film. <sighs> I used to enjoy it as a kid because I used to think, oh, I could do that if anyone burgled me. Exactly. <laughs> and then I realised I grew up in Sutton and I thought, oh, God, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. But yeah. good point. I, I mean... <laughs> What makes that film is definitely definitely the parrot. Anyway, uh, in question number three, in the 2019 Gavin and Stacey festive special, who proposes to who, Nick? Nessa to Smithy. Cam? I don't know, I put Gavin to Nessa, I don't know, I've never watched it. Right, the whole show is called Gavin <laughs> and Stacey. I don't know. What, what part it. of your tiny little mind makes you think that Gavin is with Nessa? 
I don't, I've never watched it. Christ, I've never watched it. Do you know never... Magnificent Seven were about seven blokes? <laughs> I, I've never watched that in the I was just picking names out. Name this the Magnificent Seven. Yeah, exactly. You haven't got a clue, but you picked two of the people that's actually in it. <laughs> I only yeah. know people. <laughs> I don't actually never watched it. Nick, give him a slap. Uh, the correct answer, of course, was Nessa to Smithy. Well done if you got that. Uh, Christmas Day 2002 for question four in the Christmas film and TV round. Which EastEnders character is killed after yes. being run over by Martin Fowler? Dan, you put something like Dave. Uh, Cam, you put. I imagine you put something like uh, whatever a Hollyoaks character's name is. Uh, Nick, did you have a stab at this one? Jamie. Alan. Jamie Mitchell. Correct. Point each, if you've managed to get that. Well done. Uh, and the last one, Coronation Street um, is involved in this one. Uh, Christmas 2020, between Soaps, Emmerdale, EastEnders and Coronation Street, which got the highest amount of overnight Christmas Day viewers? The answer was Coronation Street for one point. And for a bonus point, what was the combined numbers of viewers for the three? Alan, what did you get for the combined I've numbers? I've had a punt at 28 million. Dan. Oh, I've gone just under 25 million. Uh, Nick? 30 million. Cam? And I didn't get one because I was too busy thinking about the question. Well, Dan got the closest, even though he's way out, so you get a bonus <laughs> point for that. Uh, the actual answer was 11.6 million. Obviously, oh. nobody was watching the soaps last year. Good um, shot. Scored very, very low in the rankings. Although, funnily enough, Cam, Hollyoaks didn't come in the top 10. I wonder why. Anyway, uh, there we go. So, let's have a little top up of the scores so far and see where we are after three rounds before we delve into that final round, the one which everybody is waiting for. And of course, that is the genius. That is the, uh, the music round. So... Alan, what have you scored so far going into round four? A very poor 17. It's not a bad score. Nick? Uh, if that's poor, I've got 12. It's not bad. Cam? 12. Ooh, Ooh neck and neck between the oh, two. I know I've got a bonus point from the next round. One. one. Yeah, one bonus point. <laughs> yeah, well, that doesn't help me in the long grand screen things. Uh, and Dan, what about yourself? 12 as well. <laughs> oh, so Mr. Wilson is out in front of the minute and it's neck and neck between Dan, Cam and Nick. But it can all change. Will be the, it can all change yeah. at the end of round four. We played you a Christmas clip which consisted of 10 songs from uh, Christmas number ones from Down the Year. We asked you to name the artist for one point, the title for another point, and the year for another point. If you at home get all 30, you're a genius and you need to work for Mensa. If um, you did, you also get to double your score. The person who scores the highest out of our four in the podcast panel will get to double their points on this round. Let's remind ourselves, before I run through the answers, of the clip. I'm 
Much better when uh, Neil Morrissey was doing the voice. Very disappointing. <laughs> right. Sing along though. Uh, right, let's run through uh, all of the answers. Uh, tick these off as we go. So the first one is the Beatles. I want to hold your hand from 1963. Oh, uh, so that's that's your first one. Uh, I'm going to play again. Beatles. Want to hold your hand from 1963. Then we've got. Slade, Merry Xmas, everybody, right. from 1973. <sighs> Band-Aid, Do They Know It's Christmas, 1984. Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You, 1992. It's the Spice Girls, come favourite, with Two Become One, from 1996. Jesus, I've had a shitter here. <laughs> X Factor winner Leon Jackson when you believe in 2007. Get those white puffer jackets out. It's E17 with Stay Another Day from 1994. Oh, Mud with Lonely This Christmas in 1974. <laughs> Another X Factor winner Matt Cardle with When We Collide in 2010. Uh, and of course. Cam's favourite from 2000s, seen as into the millennium, Bob the Builder, can we fix it? <laughs> Nick's laughing. You've got to be kidding. I have no idea what is going off at the Felton household, but I'm looking to find out. Um, I will, I will run through the. I will run through the the answers for you in case you missed them. Then, so the first one was the Beatles with "I Want to Hold Your Hand" from 1963. Then it was Slade with "Merry Xmas, Everybody." If you put "Merry Christmas." No points. Uh, if you put every one, no points. Merry Xmas, everybody, from 1973. Then it was Band-Aid 84 with Do They Know It's Christmas from 1984. Next up, Whitney Houston with I Will Always Love You, 1992. That's a song, Cam, not a declaration. Uh, next was Spice Girls, When Two Become One, Two Become One, 1996. Leon Jackson, the X Factor winner with When You Believe in 2007. E17, Stay Another Day from 1994. Then it was Mud with Lonely This Christmas with 1974. Yeah. Matt Cardle up next with When We Collide from 2010. And then seeing us into the uh, the new year in the millennium in the year 2000 was Bob the Builder, Can We Fix It? So have a little tot up of your scores. Uh, remember, you're looking for one point uh, per artist, one point per title and one point per per year so does that, excuse me Craig does that yes. count can we have two then for Slade 
and uh, 1973, but I, I put Christmas, not uh, not Xmas. Can I have two points for that? I got Slade in 73. Uh, but you, you, put... you said Merry Xmas and I put Merry Christmas, but I got Slade and I got 1973. Did you put everyone or everybody? Merry Christmas. I've got Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh, I don't but know it's... if I should be harsh here because it's Merry Xmas, everybody. Yeah, well, that's not what I'm asking. I've got Slade, which oh, should yeah, be yeah, a point. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, sorry, yeah. Point. Yeah, so that's for clarity, know, mate. Slade gets you one point, 1973 gets you another point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. Confuse myself, my own rules. Ridiculous. Right. Dan? Having heard the answers and having heard the tracks back, are you a surprise? Are you a little bit surprised by what you managed to get out of that, or did you score as you feared? I scored exactly as I thought I was. <laughs> fair play, fair play. Right, Which every... is not good. Uh, not good. Right, well, I'll tell you what, let's start with you. Let me uh, get my bit of uh, paper back. Uh, where's, uh, where have I written that down? Right. So, Dan, give me your scores for round four, just for round four. Just for round four? Yeah. Uh... 10. That's not a bad score, I don't not think. Bad. Alan, I'm going to come to you next. 17. Oh, God. 17 <laughs> in the first three rounds, and then get 17 again. <laughs> I didn't get lonely this Christmas, and I knew it were mud, but I didn't put it. I don't know why. Oh, dear. Well, there was some drama which was going off at the Felton household. Not <laughs> more interesting. It's, it's time to <laughs> figure out what that drama is. Um, first and foremost, Cam, can I have your score for round four, please? Oh, me? Sorry. Cam. Uh, Cam. Go with, go with Cam first. I got 12, but then I got a bonus point for singing Bob the Builder, so I got 13. Wow. <laughs> I'll give you that. <laughs> Nick, you got 13, didn't you? I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So we have a tie between Nick and Cam. Well, we're going to have to sort that out. No, we're not. That, yeah, yeah, we'll go for it. Yeah, we, we, we have to sort that out. Alan... By virtue of the fact that you got 17 and the highest score out of everybody in that round, you can now double that 17. Oh. I can't do the maths on that, though, so you're going to have to 34. do 34. 34. So you've scored 34 in that round. Thank uh, you. So, Alan, obviously runaway winner in, in the quiz, uh, you scored a total of... Let me do. Let me get 51. this wrong. 51. Thanks, mate. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I needed that. I needed it, because otherwise we'd have been here till New Year. Uh, Dan... <laughs> You scored a respectable 22. Cam and Nick. Well done, Dan. I wouldn't say respectable, but you I'm glad I turned up. 25 <laughs> each. Well, we're glad you turned up as well, and we hope that you've had a lot of fun in this. And we, know, we don't want to keep you waiting until Christmas Day to see what happens between Cam and Nick. So if you're happy to stay around for another couple of minutes or so whilst we sort this out... Oh, I am not missing this. Then, you know... <laughs> so... <laughs> I am one of my favourite things to do at Christmas is to do a Christmas treasure hunt. Now, Nick has the slight upper hand here because where are you right now, Nick? My house. And Cam doesn't live with you, does he? Thank God, no. So you're going to have the slight advantage. Alan, I think you know what's coming here, don't you? Yes, I do. So we are going to play a little game of go. <coughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you to go and fetch an item and then Dan, me and Alan are going to judge 
these items. So, get a pen and paper because I'm going to ask you for three. I'm going to ask you for three items. Okay. Um, the first item is going to be a drinking vessel, which is not a mug or a glass. So it can't. So we want a drink, something you can drink out of, which is not a mug or a glass. The second item is the most embarrassing thing you can find. And Nick, for clarity, you cannot just bring Cam. (laughs) (laughs) And the third and final item that I want you to find, because it's Christmas, the best gift you've ever received can for you so nick for you it's going to be the best best gift you've ever received uh cam the item you would most like to receive does that make sense yeah okay that makes sense cam yeah yeah cam's looking at me gone out right uh dan first of all most what do you make of uh, the little item suggestions there oh i can just think of I can't even imagine what they're going to come back with Alan please <laughs> with looking, those suggestions I'm looking very much forward to seeing the drinking vessel well <laughs> I am going to give you a maximum of two minutes to go and find what you're looking for uh, I'll give, in fact I will give you a precise time of two minutes and 15 seconds to go and find what you're looking for and or do you want a little bit longer? Two minutes, 15 no, 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 minutes, is enough. Okay. Gentlemen, on your marks, get set, go! <laughs> so they've got until this jingle runs out. Although I've just realised they probably can't hear it anyway. Um, just want to say, whilst Cam and Nick go and find what they're looking for, a massive... Nick's back already. A massive thank you to everybody that's uh, been involved with the podcast this year, that's listened to our episodes, that's got involved on the live shows or whacked it on Spotify on the way to work or on a bus. Really, really much appreciated that you've got involved. Make sure you get involved next year too. Lots more content coming your way, including more stag stories, more live events, including, if you've enjoyed this, some quiz nights down at the One Call Stadium. Lots more entertainment coming your way. Entertainment in the loosest possible term, yeah, Dan? In the loosest possible term. <laughs> Cam, what on earth are you wit eyes? Oh. Why? Oh, what's the most embarrassing Why? thing? Oh, Cam. <laughs> I, would much ra- I can't believe I'm saying these words. I would much rather see you naked than wear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's not gone too far. <laughs> yeah, too far. Christ. I am embarrassed by you. Well, seeing as you're both back, um, we'll get the Christmas music back on and uh, we'll judge. So, uh, Dan and Alan, you're going to be judges with me on this one. Okay. Uh, So, we'll start off with uh, the gift. So, Nick, for you, it was the best gift that you've ever received. The best gift I ever received was my wedding ring. Oh, you suck up. Because I married my wife at Christmas and it was the best gift I ever got. Oh, Your wife is just quality. a isn't she? Quality. 
Is your wife just off camera? No, honest. Don't, don't. <laughs> Cam, is his wife just off camera? No. Okay. Uh, right, so wedding ring so far. Might get the sentimental vote from, from Mr. Wilson. Cam, gift you'd like to receive? Gift I'd like to receive. I've not actually got it because... That's why you got to receive that's it. Hot, that's why you had three minutes, 50, two not minutes, got it. 50 no, seconds. Not even physically got it on me, but it's his signed stag shirt. I, I couldn't think of oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, because the eBay thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, well, you're I'm, not receiving it. Well, exactly, but give you that. I just oh, couldn't yeah, think of anything off the top of my head. Like, what's one thing that... I, there's not really anything I particularly want. Right, so, Alan. So that's a zero your, on that your, your vote goes to... Well, as much as I like that idea, Cam, I'm sorry, it's got to go to Nate because it went in. If it's like me, it means a lot, an awful lot. Yeah. If you'd have said the best present I received, I'd have said my little girl because I found out just before Christmas last year. Yeah. So well, you're the too whole, late now. But the questions, yeah. no, because the, the whole the whole idea was for you, for, for you to go and fetch something. So there you go. Anyway, uh, Dan, your vote was on that one between uh, Nick and Cam. Who's it going to go to? So you've got Nick's wedding ring or Cam's potential eBay purchase of a signed shirt, which Nick is definitely <laughs> not going to give him anyway. Sentiment don't fly far with me, mate. I'm going to have to go with Spyrite, I'm afraid. Oh, oh dear. Whoa, one whoa, vote of For the first point, I'm going to have to choose, aren't I? Yeah, it's up to oh. you. You're, you're the head judge. Well, you can either go with the stags or <laughs> with that piece of film. Cam, I've known you since you were God knows how old. I've never been more embarrassed yeah, <laughs> time with you when you, A, walked into Nando's last night wearing the, the, the Chesterfield stuff and then, B, appeared on the Mansfield podcast, which you helped create wearing that podcast stuff. Embarrassing as, band. <laughs> as much as... Uh, you know, I, I'm not for weddings. I'm going to give the point to Nick because exactly like he said, stags or spyrites. Right, moving so, on. so the first point goes to uh, goes to Nick. Uh, the next one uh, is going to be the embarrassing thing that you can find. So Nick, your embarrassing thing. I think I know what it is. I, did well, I say that you can't know? It's on, actually Nick. a picture of me and my friend and the wife at the Rocky Horror Show. Oh, well, there you, you go. Yeah, we can see because I did say that you couldn't choose Cam, didn't I? Actually, to be fair. So there you go. Uh, Rocky Horror Show picture. Cam, what have you? What have you got? The Spyrite T-shirt. That is more embarrassing, in fairness. Uh, Dan, your vote for the for the most embarrassing thing you can find. Oh, well, I mean, it's a close second to Cam, but yeah, the Spyrite top's got to win. Alan. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Nick. I've got to give that one no. to Cam. Yeah. I, can't, I can't compete with that, to be fair. <laughs> Full house, to be fair, um, yeah, for on, me. So it's st- it's neck and neck again after the it's first one. Drinking vessel. All comes down to the <laughs> drinking vessel, which Woo-hoo. is not a mug or a glass. Cam, what have you found? So I've got a, well, it's it's a, a chip pan actually, to be more specific. Because you always drink out of the chip pan. <laughs> but as a uni student, this is good because you always do. Please, no, stop, stop, Cam, night. stop, stop, Cam. Please tell me whilst you've been away at uni that you've not drunk, taken a drink out of a chip pan. Please. People have been drinking out of uh, bottles, he has, hasn't he? Pots, pat. It's just a student thing. 
with just her top on, you're probably drunk out at the toilet as well. <laughs> <laughs> also, mine's gone... not made of glass. Camera's <coughs> gone for a glass, chip pan. Camera's gone for a chip pan. Nick, I have a Beetlejuice wine bottle <laughs> that lights up. <laughs> I drink out. Those there's a rich chip. There's a white lights in it. Yeah. Those there's a, a rich chip pan. It can. Cam, if you can prove you can drink out of a chip pan, you win. Oh, God, no, it smells like oil. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, right. Uh, Alan, the vote is all yours. Chip pan or light up glass bottle? It's an awkward one, this one, because she did say no glass. I did they say glass. I, yeah, the, I, I said glass The wording was it couldn't be a mug or a glass. Yes, that's true. So it's not a glass. On that, on that basis, I'd probably have to, I'd just edge with Nick, just because I would like to see, <laughs> see Nick. Dan, see Dan, Dan Nate, you know, you know what you need to do now. Dan, come on, <laughs> over Again, to you. Chip paddle bottle. <laughs> come on, Dan. It's like choosing between God and Satan, isn't it? And then um, I can sort of empathise with. <laughs> <laughs> Empathise with the student having been one. I mean, but yeah. I, even I weren't stupid enough to drink out a chip pan. Um, In fairness, he would be stupid enough. <laughs> he would. I can vouch for that. He would. Um, I'll have to get a wine bottle. Ah, oh, he wins. <laughs> so that puts get it back me matches. On... <laughs> <laughs> that puts it back on me, which is really annoying because, and now I've got the horrible quandary to go with. The one, do I go with my own wording? In which case, Cam would get the point because I yeah. did say no glass. But that would also mean that Cam wins. It's plastic. Is it plastic? <laughs> Come here. No, it's plastic. <laughs> plastic ball. I'm invisible pain here because. Do you know what? I'm going to. Right. Technically, with what I said, Cam gets the point. So I am going to give Cam the point on that. However, my friends, your glory is going to be short-lived because nowhere on this podcast (laughs) should there ever be, ever be anything Chesterfield-related. So, I am stripping you of every single point that you've earned on this quiz and scoring you a big, fat zero, you disgusting and vile human being. Never let me see you wear a Chesterfield outfit again. And the next time that I see you, I will be giving you a slap round the face. Cam, if you can answer this next question correctly, I will give you one point. <laughs> Cam Felton, do not mess this up. What matters? Mansfield. Always. Well done, well Cam. I can't wait to see comments under this with that top on you. Know? <laughs> In last place, with one point because it's Christmas, <laughs> Cam Felton. In third place, and by virtue of the fact you scored more than Cam and therefore getting Cam's place on the panel, 
Welcome to the team, Dan. Welcome. <laughs> well done, Dan. In second place. And I hope that off camera, he has stern words with him. And also getting to set fire to Cam's Chesterfield stuff because that was the agreement. <laughs> maybe, maybe not set fire to his stuff because he will have to pay to replace it and Do it. It, is annoyingly, it. it is annoyingly expensive. So, how about this for a deal? I will send you a photo of Cam wearing that Chesterfield gear because I've got two photos of it. Set fire to that. Yeah. The interesting thing is, Mansfield ladies play Chesterfield ladies in January. Yeah. They do, and we are all going to go along and watch and abuse. Yeah, and somebody's obviously working for those people on that day. (laughs) Will be wearing his gear in the one call. How about this? That how about this? (laughs) I will take. I will. We will arrange to have a photo with Cam on that day of us wearing our Mansfield shirts. He's got to wear the Chesterfield shirt. And then we'll have a photo of Cam stood pitch side in front of the MTFC thing with all his Chesterfield gear on. You can set fire to that photo. Deal? <laughs> I, I got a nod for those who are listening. Yeah, it's all right. We've got to go now to my train soon. Deal. Right, so there that you go. Deal. In second place is Nick and in first place is Alan. Many thanks to Nick and to, to Cam. Many thanks to Dan as well. Well done to Alan Wilson, who's the winner of the quiz. Thank you for playing along on the Mansfield Matters Christmas special quiz. And there you have it. That concludes our Mansfield Matters Christmas special. I hope you've enjoyed this hour and a bit of absolute nonsense. It was a joy to put it together, if not a little bit stressful at times, trying to pull people in here and there and everywhere. I'm just really, really sorry that we couldn't do what we planned to do, which is, of course, bring you guys a live event. You guys have been absolutely phenomenal um, for us since... Well, since we first started, really, but certainly in the last 18 months or so, the podcast has really grown and grown and grown. The COVID pandemic is starting to creep back in a little bit now. Omicron, Boris and his cheese-eating meetings, ridiculous. And there's a growing fear that we could be back to where we started, and that is not having fans at games. Now, I don't know about you, but Christmas can sometimes be a difficult time mentally, especially if you're on your own. And we hope that this podcast has brought you a little bit of solace in that. It's brought you a little bit of festive cheer, if you like. And that's what going to games does as well. It brings us all together. It brings us together in a way which we don't really like to talk about. It gives us that joy and something to look forward to. So if that's taken away again, then honestly I can't comprehend that. But I promise you from the bottom of my heart, we'll do everything that we can with this podcast to keep you as involved as we can, to get everybody talking and to keep it all together. Hopefully we won't have to do that because hopefully somebody somewhere will grow a backbone and say that fans are allowed in. Yes, we've got to keep safe. Yes, we've got to look after each other. But for me, looking after each other comes up here. It comes mentally. And a lot of that boils down to being able to be in stadiums. So hopefully that we can continue to do that and continue to watch Mansfield grow and grow and grow as Nigel Clough puts together a squad which, in the last... 10 games or so has absolutely blown our minds in terms of the turnaround let's hope that that can continue in 2022 and maybe this season can turn into one of success one in which in years time we're looking back on through stag stories and 
sharing those behind the scenes bits and bobs which you guys don't get to see. We will, of course, uh, continue to do this podcast in 2022. We will have podcasts between now and 2022 as we reflect on that Harrogate game and, of course, reflect on the calendar year as a whole. So make sure you stay tuned to our social media pages for all of that content coming up. Plus, if you can't get to the games, I'll be bringing you all the action as I continue to solidify, thank you, my seat on Mansfield 103.2 in the commentary box. Extensive coverage on Boxing Day, full match commentary as the Stags head to Harrogate on the 29th as well. Make sure that you tune in for that. And as I said, keep an eye on all of our social media pages to keep up to date with everything podcast-wise that is going off. All that's left to say is on behalf of Nathan, Cam, Clive, who unfortunately couldn't join us for these Christmas records because of illness, Super Sub Alan Wilson, Nick, Dan, who got involved with the Christmas quiz as well, and on everybody who is involved with Mansfield Matters, whether that's from the very, very start, way back in 2010, right up to now. We want to wish you a very, very Merry Christmas, and thank you for all your support. We'll see you again soon. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because especially at Christmas... The community of Mansfield will always matter. Goodbye. You know each Christmas when you've finished unwrapping your Christmas presents and then you remember, actually, no, there's one more at the bottom of the pile. Well, that is what the next five or ten minutes worth of audio are for you. Our extra little gift after the credits for you to enjoy. Remember earlier in the show when Nathan and Cam were trying to unscramble the reverse words to try and figure out the Stags players? Well, it's time to hear what their answers reverse to. So first up was this one. Here's how it should have sounded. Danny Rose. Nathan said this. Danny Rose. And Cam said this. Danny Rose. Number two was a popular right back from the mid noughties who sounded like this. But could Nathan and Cam get their tongue around the reverse game? First up is Nathan's and then Cam's. <laughs> In fairness, when it's reversed back, Cam's does sound like an actual guess. But let's not kid ourselves, we all know that this actually happened. Oh dear, but could he figure out number three, which was this one? Jake Buxton. Here's Nathan's attempt. And let's find out whether Cam could get his head around it. At this point, I am starting to wonder if Cam was just making noises or whether it was actually his daughter that was entering the competition. Anyway, swiftly on with number four, which was... Kevin Pressman. Nathan said... And here it comes. Here's Cam's. Laughter aside, I actually genuinely think that that's probably the closest that Cam's actually managed to get in this entire game. Can he do any better with number five, which sounded like this? Liam Lawrence. Nathan was up first. And finally, here's Cam. I think it's safe to say that for both Cam and Nathan, neither will ever be code breakers. If ever there's a time where the tape machine gets broke on my commentary on Mansfield 103.2 and we need them to to decipher the team, 
God help us all. Uh, thank you to them too for playing along and making themselves sound even more like idiots. And for you guys for listening at home as well. I hope that you've had a fantastic day. Don't forget to tune in to Mansfield 103.2 tomorrow, Boxing Day, for extensive coverage of the Stags against Hartlepool. And of course, make sure you tuned in on Wednesday night, 7.45 kickoff as Mansfield Town head for Harrogate Town. Can they do better than their... Papa John's Trophy trip there earlier in the season. Join me for full match commentary on that one. And don't forget, plenty more podcasts between now and 2022 as well as we look back on a calendar year and look back on those two games as well. For now, though, I've been Craig Priest. Joining me on today's show, far too many people to mention. My thanks to every single one of them and especially to you for listening. Merry Christmas or, as a reverse computer should say, Serpsirkirem. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.